0: Welcome to the custom apparel startups podcast your best source for information news tips and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business so get ready to soak up some knowledge now here are your hosts mark and mark Hey, everyone, and welcome to Episode 79 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from ColdEssie. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman Company. And
1: today, we are going to talk about um, constructing the perfect Facebook post and then boosting it.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a great episode, so I definitely want you to listen closely. Uh, Mark Vila is our in-house pro on uh, Facebook ads. So um, he does runs all that stuff for Coleman and Company. I dabble a little bit at Cold Essie. So uh, so I think you'll get a lot out of the post. But before we start, okay, I want to try like a, an old Ronco radio promotion. <laughs> Today's podcast is
1: brought to you by the Patch oh. Kid. and this is one of the reasons that you have to watch the video. Yeah, definitely. Um, because imagine that I'm
0: holding up a beautiful patch, a perfectly um, perfectly embroidered and designed patch. And if you don't know the patch kit, it is a very inexpensive product uh, from Coleman & Company. There we go. That uh, you can use any embroidery machine to create beautiful iron or heat press-on patches.
1: Yeah, I spent the, um, uh, just Monday, uh, Monday or Friday, I don't know, whatever day it was. I think Friday afternoon I spent an hour or two kind of dabbling in the design Kind of uh, trying to figure out what to do there, and then I spent some time yesterday actually just sewing some sewing them out, cutting them out, taking them pictures so you yeah. can share. So you might even see um, some stuff on Facebook with some videos on that. But um, yeah, at, since we're promoting it, I love that kit. Yeah, the patch kit is so cool. I think it is it is might be my favorite. Product just as in and of itself. And it, was, was, it was
0: invented by somebody two offices down. Yeah, Michael. He's Michael Georgeovich right is the inventor of the patch kit. And uh, really, it's just a it's it's a collection of supplies and and the right heat knife to create um to create patches. Yeah, and and it's, and cool.
1: it's a, the challenge that really what he ran into is that he would get all the time people asking him. Yeah, and he had no clue how to make patches. Right. Um, and uh, nobody really did. Because everyone knew you needed, well, you need a serger machine to a do the and marrowing, yeah. you know, and all, all of these things people were talking about. Trying to figure out what you need, you know, marrowing and serging and a sewing machine and an embroidery machine. And, yeah. Um, or and an they, order for like 200 of them that you Yeah. Know, set up. And so a lot of folks were, they, they even went to some shops and watched some patches being made at, yeah. at a place down the road. And they're like, oh, that's way too complicated. And Michael said, there's got to be a better way. So um, basically you sew out on this material on any embroidery machine you sew on it. You don't need a special hoop, you don't need special backing, you don't need special needles, you don't need any special machines. I mean, you don't need anything special. You just need a machine that can embroider, even if it's just something from like Walmart, you know, that should be able to work just fine. And you sew out your patch, and then use a hot knife and you cut it out. And our new um, receptionist here, Candice, if you call, you might hear her on the phone. We were doing this and she walked by, and what is that? What are you guys doing? And Stephanie says, we're making patches. So uh, Stephanie, being the very interactive and animated person, says, yeah. uh, "Come on, cut one, cut one." She's like, "No, I, I can't great. do that." So she sits down and she cuts one like ninety five percent perfect. Yeah, first, first try. It's first try. easy. So anyway, yeah. if you embroider, you should check it out. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun too. Back to our regularly scheduled so program. Now right. that we've done the commercial break, yeah. So so um, this
0: is this is really important. Uh, I mean, you know, we see we talk to people about posting on Facebook all the time for their business. And the Custom Apparel Startups Group gets some great posts mm-hmm. in it. We look at people's Facebook pages or business pages that they set up. And you see what people post, um, and it's not always great. And then you see uh, or you hear nothing but crickets on some of these pages. Mm-hmm. Because maybe like you, you're kind of locked up because you don't really know how to take advantage of Facebook um, to promote your business.
1: Yes. and. Uh, what's great about it is th- there's a bit of a formula to get the right post down right and um, if you I'm sure you follow a lot of pages and a lot of different groups and you see a lot of different ads on Facebook and many of them there's ranges of how they look in regards of quality the wording yep. uh, are they are they, they seem to be rambling a lot is it a shaky video or is it you know really well produced but in and of itself all of those, can be very successful. I follow some little DIY groups on, on different things, yeah. and most of the videos on this one that I can think of are always just like it's a cell phone video, and the lighting's not that great, yeah. and all the and all these things. But every time I see the posts, it's just the words are the right, and it doesn't matter to me that the video is is not perfect right. or the wording is not perfect, but they've they've got the formula right, yeah. and they've got tens of thousands of people that follow the page right. so obviously they do and it doesn't appear to me that the people that run it have become masters of facebook yeah they just kind of
0: they found, they found they a formula, yeah, works, found a formula they, that works and they do it and it's good enough that it catches your attention yes and it causes you to engage and that's what you're yeah. for so, it, so it's not about
1: being perfect and hiring an ad agency all the time um it's about following a formula. So we're going to put together a formula today.
0: Yeah. And actually I'd say it's never about hiring an ad agency. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, really, you know, you've got to be a big honking company to really need a Facebook ad agency. Your, your cell phone and a little time and concentration are going to be, um, are going to be enough. I I promise. Yes.
1: and, And really the, and to back to some other episodes, we've talked about the time, to hire an agency to do things like yeah. this for you would be when um, you need the hours back. Right? So you oh, yeah. and and oftentimes a lot of folks listening to this podcast um, are trying to figure out how to grow their business and sometimes what you've got is some time. Yeah. And put you could put it into this and it doesn't take a lot, which is awesome. You can do this in in minutes a day. Yeah. I, you know, I agree. In, in the time you take chatting with somebody at the grocery store for a few minutes you could avoid that. Just say hi to them and buy, and then you could. Yeah, you've gotten enough time or, now. Or post just on be Facebook. rude. Or just be rude. <laughs> just and, be rude. Unless yes. you're in. Unless you're in the south. Um, All so, right. So so
0: let's talk a little bit about. Let's kind of set this up, and and why even be involved on Facebook. Sure. You know what's what's that? Sure. About? sure. Well, we've talked about it before if you've listened, but um,
1: here's just a few simple things. For one, um, Facebook is free. Yes. To do this, it's 100 percent free. Anybody can do it. Uh, almost everybody is on it. You know, I mean, when you just look at the no- sheer numbers of people they have, it's everywhere. Um, everyone's got it. Um, it's also, it's the user experience on Facebook is designed to be personable, friendly, trusting. Yeah. They constantly, you know, are trying to do things and change things in the user experience to make that. Their whole... their whole. Um, Mantra is like, it's a place for friends. Yeah. It's a place you're supposed to go and you hang out virtually with people. Yes. So, and you interact with them virtually. So everyone's there and um, it's just very easy to do.
0: Yeah. If it, and if you, know, if you look at Facebook goals, it's, it's kind of like yours. So for your business, what you want is you want people to, spend as, to notice what you're doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to spend as much time interacting with you as possible, and then you know, eventually to buy something from you. Yes. And right. Facebook wants the same thing. They want you to to love going on to Facebook, they want you to notice what's happening on Facebook, they want you to spend more time on Facebook, and then they want you to buy some stuff from Yes, right. Yes, yeah, exactly or, or at least,
1: uh, or, or knowing that when they, cr- create that environment, they facilitate a place where businesses like yours might end up spending some money to further reach absolutely. That. And that's what it's all about. If, as when Facebook runs into situations where the users are not happy, you notice that they quickly make changes, yeah. which is why you always see changes happening on Facebook. They're constantly changing that user experience, so right. point being is um, currently, Facebook is a great place to reach people for free, and you can do it without a lot of effort and uh, without a lot of knowledge. You can get started, and then you can perfect this. Yeah,
0: and it's also it's also some like you made the note here. Um, you can share things without being 100% promotional. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that idea. Yeah. You know, I mean, you'll see uh, um, over at the West Shore Campus of Coldesi. You know, sometimes I'll just grab my phone because it's really interesting to watch. The guys in back prep embroidery machines or DTG mm-hmm. printers, I'll just go shoot it because I think it's cool. So I'm not really concentrating on being like, oh, 10 of you are going to buy an embroidery machine because I put, you know, how they, how they, you know, repair it or prep it, you know, on, on Facebook. What I'm trying to do is kind of just like share with you what happens, Yeah. you know, what it takes and, uh, you know, to, to get you interested so you'll want to learn more.
1: Yes, and part of it is building um, trust. And I mentioned here about you know people have a trust uh, when they go on Facebook, and yeah. uh, and and I can prove that very simply. You know, what do people do? Is um, they're they're looking at purchase, making a purchase, going yeah. to a good restaurant, right? And and you'll see this all the time. They. Um, Hey, where, my friend of mine posted, what's yeah. what's the best lobster roll in Boston or something like that, you know? Right. And he gets recommendations. Why? Because he knows his friends are on there. He trusts his friends. Right. And he gets it.
0: Because um, so, God forbid you should get the second best yeah. lobster roll. See, Complete oh, waste of the trip. Knowing this, Complete no, this guy,
1: appre- this guy appreciates it. Okay. He, he, would, he would be really bothered. Um, but people do that kind of things. Other things you do is you're thinking about buying something from a store. Um, a local store, a local boutique, local boutique an yeah. AC sh- an AZ c- repair company, whatever it might be. A lot of people will go on Facebook and search for them. Do they have a page? Are people commenting yeah. on it? You know, things like that. So uh, it's a place where people have a level of trust because it's an open forum, meaning everyone is equal and free to comment. So yeah. if you are a business, you're free to comment on somebody. If you're just a regular person, you're free to comment and share. Yeah. So it's, it's like an even playing field. people feel trusted there. So it's a great place yeah. to be and we should we should figure out how to construct some posts that will actually help your business grow.
0: I agree. And once you once you get this and we're not talking about you know there's no calculus involved. There's no whiteboard no. back here where we're gonna be you know putting up symbols that nobody knows what they are. Um, you know it's really just a few basic rules and a little thought process beforehand. Um, and after you get these down, you're not going to think about them again. Yeah, it's just going to be the way you, the way you do things. You know, the way you write or the way you set up your post or the way you shoot your video. This is just what's going to happen eventually.
1: Yeah, and 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 it's, it's all simple. So let's get right into it. All right, the first uh, thing that I wrote was um, that you need to have a plan for yeah. your posts, and I don't mean you need to necessarily have a. Fully written out, fully thought out plan, and and, and a, a calendar of when you're going to post things. Right. You know, those are all things you can do, but that's not necessary. Yeah, at we're, all.
0: we're talking about more like a purpose. Yes, a purpose. purpose. Like, what's your
1: goal for the post? So, so what it should be, you know, it, the why are you going to share
0: this? So, and and we do, you did kind of put out four bullets. Yeah, right? sure. Tell, so, share. so let's let's go through these. Um, one is promotional, and we'll talk about that. Uh, the next is social proof. Um, there is content sharing and then storytelling. So I'm looking forward to getting to the last one, but let's stop to the first okay, one. Okay, sure. So um, uh, promotional.
1: Uh, what is a promotional post? A promotional post is that you're going to take a picture of a uh, of a new hat you've got in stock that you're right. going to start embroidering on, of a new brand of T-shirt that you're selling, of a new design that you've created, and you're going to sell. And you're going to say, hey, folks, just made uh, 10 of these bags yeah. for sale now. Um, you know, the first the first you know, two people that buy one are also going to get a handkerchief for free. You right. know, whatever. It's a promotional post.
0: It's just straight up. Yeah. Uh, you like that? You like that? I, so, I, I, I do. It's not bad. Guys, but but I have a, but I have another one. Okay. I have another one. So we talked about the patch kit from Coleman and Company yeah. earlier. Uh, Mark just finished a video, like a short little promotional video, that he's going to be posting as an ad on Facebook. And so that is, you would do the same thing with a post as Mark did with the ad. You're creating that, you know, you're deciding that it's promotional and you're building the content. To get them to write you a check, send you a credit card, place yeah. an order. take picture, take a picture or a
1: video, describe what it is, and say buy this, please. Yes, all right, that's promotional. You could do that, right? <laughs> um, and you could literally just say that. Yeah. Um, so uh, next is social proof. Right. We've discussed this before. Yeah. Um, social proof is trust in the trust in the community around you focused on you, yeah. so when people see these things, they actually trust you more. So this would mean that if you what, if you get a new customer that you brought on board, and they yeah. keep telling you how happy they are with the garments you produced for them, that, um, hey, can I come by your shop, or can I just take a quick selfie with you, and you could tell me how happy you are, maybe a short little video. Right. And it's basically
0: a review, yeah, it's in like- a way,
1: or, or especially if the mayor if you make custom uh, baby clothes for the mayor's new baby, yes, uh, you. Po- I just made stuff for the mayor. Yeah, no, these are social. And and his, and his girlfriend.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so the, um, I had a I had a great example, but the girlfriend thing just just kind of threw. Oh, I don't even know what you know. What I don't know where, where that going, came but. from. Um, so the, um, so the idea is that you are building up trust in the community, um, not just by participating things, but by participating in groups, and commenting on other people's posts, and really participating in the community, but by providing that information that you are trusted in a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. So for example, Cold Essie, we, we occasionally, um, we have a lot of happy customers, and occasionally one will agree to do a success story with us, Yeah, right? They'll shoot a little video, or they'll fill out a little easy form that they can fill out, and we will turn that into um, you know a Facebook post. hey look how successful this person can be you know this person is just like you Uh, you can be successful too so there's some trust there you see that ad you identify somebody that's like you just you know if you've got a baseball team for customers and you take a picture of them wearing their shirts somebody from a baseball team is looking for that they're going to say that's me those shirts look great they're happy i'm going to be happy and that's that's social yeah Exactly. So other people like it, and you will too. Yeah.
1: And we've talked about this in persuasion podcasts in the past. Basically, yeah. just saying that people like to kind of move along with the crowd. If they feel that like you have a lot of happy customers, they will probably be. They happy want to be one, well. right? Um, so uh, content sharing. Yes. You want to cover that
0: one? Yeah. Um, it's kind of um, it's it's almost like a it's almost content sharing and storytelling can be very close. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it can be a day in the life. Content sharing might be you are you take a video of, you know uh, one of your folks doing some vinyl shirts. He pressing vinyl shirts. And you take a little video of that and you say, you know, this is what the process is like if you' want to order a shirt from us, this is what it's it takes to create a shirt. And you know we do the design, and then Bob, heat presses it, and then Mary folds it and we put it in this box and we send it out to you. So that's a good example of, you know, a video of um, content sharing. We had somebody that did that with a uh, with a pro spangle machine, which is mm. so much fun to watch. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of fun, spangly too, and, and the cams machine bling is particularly good for this. You know, or to watch. You may have seen uh, I post tons of videos of the DTG printer printing amazing shirts because it's really cool to watch. That's just content. I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to describe it very well. And what Facebook is gonna do is it's gonna see that you're providing a lot of content related to making t-shirts in your area. And if someone is looking for someone to make t-shirts in your area, they're gonna recognize that you have valuable content that they're gonna to wanna to see. And so they'll show it to them. Yeah, and uh, it, a great thing about content is it can also,
1: um, it can just be text too. Yeah. That's acceptable. So you say uh, you could say, um, You know, uh, I found. Hey, I just found a a brand of shirt that a bunch of my customers were asking for. They were asking for something that was softer, better when you're outside in the sun in the summertime. And I was finding, I was having a challenge finding the right one. I fit the perfect style. Um, You know, tell me what colors would you like to see see in my collection? You know, so it can be things like that too. You, the content you can be sharing can be words, it can be images, uh, it can be video. Image and video typically does very well. So, um, I, would, I would recommend those first. Take a picture of those shirts. Uh, so, the last is storytelling. So, I, I, know, I know you wanted to get to this one, so I want you to run with
0: it. Um, yeah, I, I really like this idea of um, sharing a customer story and a story of success. Like I said, it kind of overlaps with the, um, with the content uh, part. But telling a story of your um, customer from the moment they walk into the door, um, to the moment they leave with a finished product is a, is a great thing to put down on the uh, you know into a Facebook post, uh, telling your story, you know hey I've mm-hmm. had a lot of people ask about how um, Mark and I came to start a podcast, you know so let me do a post about you know hey this is how we got started yeah you know um, how did you know how did Panagrams become called Essie? You know, that's a, it's a story. People want to know, like, why am I picking up the phone? Why am I doing this? You know, so there are a lot of, there are a lot of stories, you know, related to, you know, customers, um, related to yourself, related to, if you've got a family business, you know, uh, you'll see a couple of great videos with Mark's daughter, um, Ella doing stuff here in the shop. Like it's so easy that, you know, she's heat pressing or, you know, she's making something. And that's not a buy the patch kit. You know that is more like I'm, I'm just telling you this great story about what's happening yeah and and they're
1: they're incredible first of all it it feels great to tell a good yeah story. and really and is. i know if you go on facebook right now you will probably not be able to scroll um you know five swipes yeah. without running into some sort of a storytelling you see a video and it's a story about you know uh, this this guy who was uh, at 20 years old. He found out that he had cancer, and yeah. then he beat it, and he came back, and he started up his own uh, you know coffee roasting company, and now yeah. he has a coffee. I mean, you hear, you see these stories are just all over. Yeah. People love a great story. It's proven that people love a great story because of Netflix, Hulu, cable movies, Hollywood. I, I follow a couple of
0: of Facebook pages that do nothing but show me stories. Yeah. You know, it's a little video background and text over the top, and it just tells you a story.
1: So tell some stories. You know, tell us, no matter what it might be, just get some ideas of what's a story I can share. You know, I I really want to tell a story about how I went from a home embroidery machine to a commercial embroidery machine. Or I went from a a Cricut cutter to having a a DGG printer and a commercial cutter. Yeah, hey, or it could be be a story,
0: like you said, where, you know, I used to use this T-shirt, and now I found this amazing shirt. And uh, let me tell you about why I love it. Yeah, and you're telling a story, right? right? And you're building some social proof and the whole thing.
1: And then if to finish this, and and when you, an important thing to think about, and the the difference between somebody who's really good at this and somebody who just does it, okay, is that man. they are able to put themselves in the shoes of the person who is going to watch the story. Yeah. Read the post. Read the content. See the pictures. See the promotion. You've got to be able to, like is this story interesting? It's interesting to you, that's fine, but put it into the perspective of the people who are gonna be reading it. Is this interesting to them? And if not, then you need to share why it's interesting to you and it should be interesting to them. So, you know, uh, do a good job at telling stories, go practice, practice taking pictures, practice offering promotions, do all of it, but always sit back and think about the perspective of the audience that's gonna be that's going yeah, to you, it's, viewing
0: it's it. not what you want to do, right? It's it's what your audience would want you to do. Yeah. So your potential customers would want you to do. Um, and
1: the per, it's just perfect when that meshes together. And as you practice and you do this more, you're gonna find that. Yeah. Because um, you know, for example, the patches. Yeah. Was um. I lo- I love to do it. I think it's I think it's fun and it cool is. to go from a blank yeah. piece to this like cool patch. Yep. And I'm like I did this, you know, and it's fun to do it. Um, then we take pictures of it and share it and people like to see it. Yeah. and then people ask questions how does that work show me more so when you when you do it more and more eventually you're going to find things that you love to do that your audience loves to see yeah. and you get to share and then and then at that point in time the social posts aren't
0: really about work
1: and it's just fun
0: and and you i mean you made a great example i mean you know you talked about stephanie calling amber in to do her first to do her first patch candice but Cand- yes right candice in to do her first patch so imagine if you were back there with a with your phone camera and you had a video of Candace doing her first patch. Mm-hmm. You know, and she did it easy and she made a little bit of a mistake, but what a great story to tell. You know, you just told it, it's very engaging. People would want to see that video. And you're not saying buy a patch kit. You're kind of saying like, look, this is the story about what happens and how easy it is. Yeah. By and- the way, you know, if you want to read more about it. Yeah,
1: exactly, and then and then we'll go into some of the next things. So, uh, the first thing, so here's kind of the planet was number one. Uh, Number two, we have here is asking for engagement.
0: Yes, always, also called a a, um, call to action. Mm -hmm. Right or a CTA in marketing speed.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes, and specifically even in this, when we're asking for engagement, we're also asking for specific social engagement too. Yeah, absolutely. That is, uh, so we mentioned how Facebook is about a user experience, right? They want the people who go on there to like doing things on Facebook. That includes liking posts, commenting on posts, sharing posts, a reason that, um, that Facebook oftentimes will push things to the top have you seen a post on Facebook that's been there for days yeah oftentimes um, it's some sort of like political or religious or ethical debate that's been happening with 90 people commenting Uh, so the reason that happens is because Facebook knows that this is a friends having conversation online yeah and they really like that so um, likes and shares and comments are very important because Facebook Gives credit to that as this is a really good piece
0: yeah. of content. That, yeah, that's how they tell that people might want to be able to see it, might want to see it. Mm-hmm. So if you po- if you have a good post, like um, we did a question about um, what color vinyl we should. Oh yeah, we're putting for a new the package pre- together. We're putting a new cut and press package together with a Trident vinyl, and the um, you know what we're looking for is some input on what colors to put in it. So we were having the conversation here in the office about hey what colors do you think we should have let's just ask people yeah so you know you you put here this is this is our dilemma comment below which one of these colors do you like or what should we include yeah
1: what hat style do you think i should bring in as an addition to my collection um you know what's during the what's your favorite type of of coat to wear when the fall starts do you prepare windbreakers or hoodies or sweaters or or none at all you know find out these things and for one, you get to do a little research for yourself to help you make decisions. Uh right. Two, you get that engagement. So what you're doing is you, you're not, you, you are uh, facilitating and helping to drive it by asking for it. Right. So when you see this, when you see posts from, especially when they're like the spammy type of uh, picture posts, you know, like like for this, yeah, like or yeah, comment yeah, yeah, yeah. for this. I mean, those were the original hacks yeah. to get, and Facebook's kind of figured that out, and they're just like, we're they not interested yeah. in that. You don't see that anymore, but you could still post that, but you're not going to get credit. Right. So, But what you're doing is, is the proper way to do it. Facebook likes, if you say hey, like this post if you really think this is a good um, shirt I should bring into my line. Comment on this artwork that I'm doing. Should I focus more on pastel colors yeah. or vibrant neons? Wh- which one
0: of these two t-shirts or jackets or caps should I bring in? What color thread do you like? You know, which vinyl is, would be your favorite on a cheerleader outfit?
1: Yeah, and, and these are things that this is okay. The yeah. whole, you know, uh, like for, like for a prayer share for yeah. you know like whatever Th- those type of posts you see they fizzled away because Facebook doesn't want that kind of a hack they want it to be an organic real thing so you can facilitate facilitate something that's organic but you have to ask for it yeah. if you just post two pictures of shirts and you say these are two shirts I'm thinking about bringing on board you might get some people that would say right choose the blue choose the gray but if you specifically say at the end can you help me guys pick can I, can yeah there was something there was a comment there. Yeah. Comment. Uh, comment Yeah. Whatever it might. So, um, so
0: I, I like that. And the last thing I'll say about, um, you know, about asking for engagement is that there are other kinds of engagement. You can really ask people to follow you on Facebook. Oh yeah. To like your page. You can ask people to share this post and there's been studies done. I wish I had the numbers, but if you ask people to share the post, more people will share your post. Yes, if just you, because you ask. If you
1: ask, if you uh, well, here's it's just the rule in business across the board. Yeah, if you ask people to do things, more of them are going to do yeah. it than if a lot you of will do it. Ask, yeah, you know, um, and that's true for sales. Yeah, You know, um, and we talk about sales all the time. And In, I was gonna, increasing
0: your sales. And yeah.
1: You, you want more sales? What do you do? You just kind of walk around the neighborhood businesses local to you and just say, mm-hmm. hey, can I make T-shirts for you guys? Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of them are going to say yes, be, just because you asked. So I like they, that a lot. Um, it, it's the whole uh, Gretzky, you, you miss 100% of the shots, you don't take type of philosophy. I don't even I like know if he actually said that. I but, don't know. Um, it's a it's a quote that's everywhere. And so anyway, so... You, so
0: ask and and it works on it works on YouTube it works on Instagram oh yeah. it works on Twitter right. any social platform all of these things still apply
1: yeah so um, uh, next include uh, photos and links
0: absolutely um, I would say you know it goes videos mm-hmm. um, photos um, where you can load up a pack of photos mm-hmm. right um, and links so if you can do a video do a video. If you, can do, if you can't do a video, do a photo. And always put the link to where you want people, that's your call to action, um, to, to the specific place that you want people to go to. So it may be that you just want people to go to your Facebook page, right? And do something there, like get a coupon on my Facebook page. It may be that you want them to go to the homepage of your website. Mm-hmm. Because what you're really trying to do is just like introduce your company. Or maybe you've got something on special, you want to put a picture of it and a link to where they can buy that thing
1: yep or sign up for an email list that yeah. you're starting to create um, or whatever it might be so um, whenever possible which is not necessarily always but whenever possible include a link for somebody to go to go somewhere now this is a little bit counterintuitive to the facebook kind of user experience because yeah. facebook they does like you to want stay. you to stay yeah okay so that's why it's important to not always try to push people away from facebook yeah but when they post and when it's relevant to the post so you're advertising that you have a new uh, shirt right that a design right you sell t-shirt designs and uh, you don't do custom stuff but you sell designs that you sell like fashion right yep. plenty of our customers do that type of thing you have a new design you put it up there um a very appropriate time to link out yeah, if you're trying to build up an email list because you want to send people coupons and specials and promos and stuff like that, a great time to link people out to an email sign up. Form. Yeah, so um, not always necessarily to put it at the bottom of every single one of your posts just because you know if I put it there, I should have a, a link to my website. Yeah. Not necessary. Um, you just use some, just use some basic uh, thought behind it. Yeah, so and, and, don't get it doesn't have to be complicated. And,
0: and just so you know, like if you're going to have a link. Um, don't make people work for um, to find what you want them to see. Like mm-hmm. that's why I mentioned to make a, a link specifically to the page that you want to go to. Because I've seen a lot of Facebook advertising just recently in apparel business, where you know someone will advertise a shirt, a particular design, but the um, but the link takes you to the home page, and the shirt's not there.
1: And now I have to find
0: now. It. So now I'm like I'm going to the homepage and I'm digging around. So if you are going to do these things, you know, when you design your post, you know, go ahead and have somebody else take a look at it and make sure it makes sense. Yeah. You know, make sure the link follows and that everything works properly.
1: And and, and the argument typically behind this and is that well, I want to send somebody to my homepage because I want them to see all my designs. Right. And then they kind of have to find that one. They're going to see more. <coughs> Maybe they'll buy more. No. It. it that sending somebody to your home page is great for awareness and branding. Yes, meaning that I just want people to know who I am. I'm not looking for them yeah. to necessarily buy something right now.
0: I sell I sell science fiction shirts. Yeah. I sell sci-fi TV show shirts. If you're interested in sci-fi TV show shirts, go to my website sci-fi TV show shirts yeah. com. But if you're ad- if you're advertising, yeah, you should do that. We should get that URL. Oh, okay. But if you're advertising a, a specific shirt. Or a new design, then it makes more sense to send them to the buy page for that specific. Yep. Shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Just make sure it makes and, sense, and
1: and it's it's less resistant. Somebody was interested in that on purpose, and if they want to buzz around on your site, there's they plenty will. of links to go they there. Will. They're going to do it anyway. Um, so uh, next, um, be brief but interesting and engaging. Okay. This this is the, the co- this is the, what we would call copyright. Right. The words you're going to use are so important on Facebook. They are, for one, in the chronological order of how things come. Um, if you're posting an image with links and comments, the way that it goes is your description text is on top. Then yep. Your image or video is below that. And then um, you have your like, comment, share, yep. frowny face, cry face, all that stuff. And right. then the comments are underneath that. Yeah. So that's how the flow of it goes, whether it's advertising or regular post. The yep. flow is pretty much always the same. So the words are the first thing that pop up. Um, also, what people do is they will look at a video of an embroidery machine going, right? A, a DTG printer printing, yep. a digital heat effects, you know, whatever they're doing. They're watching the video and then typically what they're wait, what's this about? Yes. And they, and they look That's that That's the up. way it happens. So the video will kind of catches the attention. Sometimes the words do. Yeah. A different, picture, but they see a
0: great picture and they want to know what's happening. See a
1: picture, pause. Yeah. Look up, oh, this place sells t-shirts. Yeah. Continue on reading. Uh, compared to you know, so we need to make sure that when we post we are very clear that we do not sell t shirts, we sell equipment and supplies. Yes. So um, early mistakes we would do is we would show a bunch of pictures of t shirts and then all of a sudden we get a bunch of inquiries, can you guys make yes. shirts for me? It still happens
0: about 05 yeah, percent, percent of the time. We still get people, you know, where do I Which is every day. every day. Um yeah. but-
1: so it's got to be brief, but interesting and engaging. In the copywriting portion, again, you need to do you need to you need to be in the uh, in the shoes of the person who's going to be reading it. Yeah, you need to practice this. Some people are going to be really good at it right away, just like some people are really good at picking up an instrument and learning it quickly. Yeah. others of you are going to have to take some time. I had a great conversation with a friend of mine recently. We were talking about copywriting, okay. and um, they do these are the friends that we have. Is people yeah. that talk about marketing <laughs> Well, they do. Um, writing um, but they were like articles and novels and mm-hmm. fiction and poetry you know they just, they just write all okay the time. and I write for business they don't write for business but we were talking about that and we were kind of going through the concept of how you can have five sentences that say the same thing but one of them like it it brings out emotion it instills right. feeling it instills excitement Um, you want to thin it. You want to get to that fifth sentence. And others just seem trite, boring, irrelevant. They just had to write something. Yeah. And 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 even though they are so close, it's the difference of, you know, the order you put the sentences in, what word you use to start it with. And
0: and don't don't let this hang you up. But if you have time, you know, do a little research on just type in how do I copyright a good Facebook post. Yeah, there's a million articles. But I will I'll give you a couple of examples just recently and this could um, uh, could relate to your your age, uh, how long you've been writing, you know, if, you, if you've mm-hmm. done writing at all, and if you write on a regular basis, but I talked to one person that works here the other day, and she asked me to review an email, um, and the email was very good, but it was also very formal. It was full of the right words and big words, and it was very detailed, and, you know, it just... It felt like somebody was writing a business email um, and had like did not know the person they were writing to at all. Yeah, it was kind of like that. It was a little, it was it was good. It was a little old fashioned
1: and and not personal. Right, like now, I can tell.
0: On on the other side, you know, you'll see pay- Facebook posts um, that you know I'm in my fifties. I don't even understand the language that they're using. Yeah. You know right? It's completely casual. It's all it's it's slang and this can be business too. You know, it's a it's a you know, maybe it's a 20 something that's writing who their most of their writing experience since they left school is, you know, on on their phones. Mm. So, you know, they really don't don't have the the same kind of Innate rules and vocabulary that the other person I was talking to. What you've got to do is is be conversational. That's really what people want. Yeah. But be conversational down that middle road and, and to your audience. Yeah. Okay.
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, Southern, Southern Bell hats and dresses is, yes. is the name of it. And so you sell to Southern women and and let's just be like very stereotypical Stereotypical you know that they they love to uh, they love to cook they love to gossip and talk with their friends they love to they love to go to events outside and have picnics I mean whatever it might ever might be and they have used a certain language y'all gonna love these t-shirts yeah perfectly fine because that's your audience understand that compared to writing extremely formal Um, I've created some great garments that I yeah. think all of you are going to For, or for really IBM, I do all of the, the apparel for yes. IBM. I
0: actually embroider their names on the inside of the blue suit. Yeah, so, you know,
1: so know your audience, yeah. make it engaging, think about who's going to be reading it. Uh, brief, but engaging, meaning yeah. that it's short, but the few sentence that you, that sentences that you say actually mean something. And it's really hard to go into it, but just as an example with the patch kit, um, I did uh, a post yesterday, which yep. I would consider just like a content post. I took a picture of the patches that I made. Okay. And, and fun with embroidery patches, right? right? Um, or fun making embroidery, pa- very, very brief, and, and engaging people. Oh, you made embroidery patches, let me see them, right? That's immediately yeah, the absolutely. response to that, let me see the embroidery, especially to our community of people right. who make embroidery right. patches. So uh, they see somebody make, makes patches, a lot of people know it's a challenge or have never done it, they wanna see what it is. Brief but engaging. I also included a link out because I know people are gonna ask, how did you do that? So yeah. I included the link to the patch kit. It wasn't buy it now, here's a coupon, really trying to yeah, un- yeah, sell it. Yeah, no, I get it. I was sharing something, I spoke to the audience, very brief but engaging, and I included the link because it made sense because I knew people were going to want to know how I did it. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Um, so next. Um, go ahead, Mark. You have the
0: next one on the list here? We are at um, Make It Feel Real and Relevant, or did we already do yeah, that? Yeah, no,
1: that's next. Okay, yeah, we're so there. I think
0: I think we've, we've talked about that. The... You know, and we, we talk about this in a lot of posts when you when you create a Facebook page in the first place in your website, you know, you you're, it's best if you instill it with your personality. You know, if you are a, and the same goes for um, for making it feel real and irrelevant in a Facebook post itself, you know, if you are a stay-at-home mom that does, that got into creating cheerleading clothing um, because she's got three girls that have been in cheer mm-hmm. and she decided to do it herself, um, yourself, Then real and relevant is take a videotape of your kids coming home after cheerleading practice and say, look at these shirts that I made, don't the girls look cute? Yeah. You know, um, here's how I did it. It feels real. It feels relevant. it's, Um, It's personal. Yes, it's
1: personal. It's about the topic. Um, the same is true if you have a brand or a business that you're trying to build up. So if you have an apparel line you're building up, or you've got a, you make corporate wear, yes, and uh, so it's got to be real and relevant to that too. So that would be maybe the posts would be um, pictures of the of. The team that they took after they got their brand new shirts it might be you um a video of you delivering it to them and saying hi to the the ceo hey do you mind I'm, i'm videotaping this real quick i just wanted to videotape that i wanted to see the look on your face when you see what i made for you yeah you know i mean all of these things they feel real they feel relevant and you'll notice it today if you go on facebook as i'm sure you do um you go on facebook you scroll through and what are a lot of things you see you know you see these um images of you know, man or a woman holding up their phone. Hey, I, w- I was just in the parking lot, and I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, this new, you know, uh, keto diet video that I sell. You All know, right. and, and it's <coughs> very typical um, to see those things now nowadays. It feels very, it feels like this is a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels relevant because maybe you're into dieting and fitness and, 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 and things like that. Um, and then, and it it was engaging because the person just, they just said, Hey, I want to tell you about this new diet. And,
0: and you know, the, and that actually, I think works better now than these big, really produced videos. I've got a friend of mine who, um, uh, she runs a, a woodworking school here in Tampa. And, uh, you know, she asked me to talk to her about social and things like that. And Un, completely unable to do a quick little casual video mm-hmm. like to just sh- shoot a little yeah. video um, we'll spend a day editing a, a, a two-minute video to get it just perfect and have the music and the right graphics and things like that and that's great if you know if your customers expect that kind of thing but much more engaging if you know if you are like I said if you're in your shop and there are people all around you making shirts pick up the phone, shoot the people um, making shirts. It's a casual video. It's going to be more engaging than something that's more formal.
1: Yeah, and, and there's definitely a balance for that. I see these ads all the time for this. Uh, embroidery company up in New York, um, where they offer like a, a promo offer that they're offering is uh, whatever many you buy, 20 shirts, and they're 20 bucks a piece yeah. for custom polos, you know, whatever their promo is that they're running. And um, it's, it's a produced ad. Yeah. but still has an authentic feel, and okay. all it is is you see the embroidery machine running, and then you see some people folding up some boxes, and then you see a couple of people smiling, you know, wearing wearing right. the shirts, and 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 it's produced. the the quality was good, the audio was good, okay, but it felt it it felt, it just feels real and authentic, um, yeah. and so our industry we have to remember that um, our industry is very similar to. A lot of um, a lot of these small business based industries. Yeah. Right. And and it's important to to be able for your customers to connect with you. I agree. So, But you're gonna have to determine what this is. If you sell to people online only and you've never met a single customer and you run an e-commerce store where you sell t-shirts or caps, it's gonna be important for you, for your video. And the videos don't have to be of you talking ever. It can only be your brand. Yeah. And nobody knows who owns it, who runs it. That's fine too. Yeah. You gotta find that zone. Right. it's got to feel real, and it's yeah. got to feel and, relevant. And I, and I,
0: I do, I do tip a lot more towards if you're the owner of a company, even if it's a big company. You know, uh, when Mark Zuckerberg posts a video on Facebook, everybody watches it. You know, because it's very personal. He's just talking. Yeah, he doesn't. You, there's no like, it's not teleprompters and news conference, and you know, um, and a lot of the great CEOs do this. They will just get on a video, and talk to you about what's going on and what's happening. Very effective stuff. So so find
1: the zone that works for you. Make sure it's real. Make sure your audience is going to like it. And if the posts aren't being reacted to, so let's just say you normally post a lot of of, – of things that were without you in it and then yeah. you start adding yourself into it and the post engagement goes down. Okay, okay, well the audience I've built likes that producer. My hair really does look bad. The, yeah, kidding, the other way, or, or it might be the other way around. You yeah. might be producing all these cool videos and all of a sudden you do one video where it's just you in front of your printer printing some shirts and, and you does pop it out. and it does twice
0: as good, well, there you go. So, and what we're gonna do is if you hang out with us for maybe another 10 or 15 minutes, um, Mark Vila is going to tell you where and how to look. For those things, and tell oh, where to go to see wow, what the posts are. Wow. So, well, uh, that let me tell you
1: this though. There's this video of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And he did a uh, Facebook Live, I believe it was for Independence Day. Okay. And he's in his backyard hanging out with a couple buddies, and they are grilling, barbecuing, right? Uh, While well, somebody, and he was on for like an hour, and he was just talking about what he was doing. So somebody took this video and they chopped it up. To how many times he said the words like meats, smoking meats, smoking meats, sweet baby rays, grill, big green egg. And they just kept, and they chopped it up to all of that. So it was like eight minutes of him just saying oh, like, man. smoking meats, oh, sweet baby rays, sweet Uh-oh. baby rays, Uh-oh. big green egg. And it was just. It really made me laugh. That's funny. I okay. I've watched it. A few Not a times great example, but yeah no, no okay. actually it's it's a it's a great example for that person because they create comedic videos right there you um, so, so they found something so they engaging. found something that was engaging and I and I shared it to thousands of people just now. How about okay that? so um,
0: after you uh, so what we what we talked about is that you're going to you know create some engaging content, whether it's video well first you're gonna pick a purpose for your post. you're gonna create some um, engaging content. Based on the the rules that we set out, it's going to have kind of a, a heading. There's going to be a body section. There's going to be some kind of a call to action, whether or not it's like this, go here, buy this, uh, friend me, answer this question, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and and you're going to make it real and relevant. And after you're done and you've done this a few times, you know, um, then you're then you're ready to move on to what happens when you've created. The perfect Facebook. Page. Yes, the a- the
1: analytics. Right. Okay, um, so it, you should preferably be doing this from a Facebook business page. If you're doing it from your personal page, great. Get a business page too because it's going to allow you to do more things. It's still free, um, and it's still free. Yep. Uh, so they have a thing called insights. So you go to your business page, and all the little button up there, you click on insights. And when you click on insights, you get all cool graphs and charts and numbers and stats and percent of growth. And they're all they're of these easy, to easy to read. Very easy to read. Facebook's good at that. Yeah. There's not a lot. There's if you want to dive deep, you could dive deep. But they make a nice little dashboard. And I'm holding my hands up for the folks uh, just yes. listening, but which looks like a big dashboard. Yeah. When they're they're hands now, up well, like my screen—it's like I caught a fish this big. Yes. Yeah, my monitor <laughs> right there. Um, but anyway, it's. It, It fits basically um, right in the in your single screen for your for your phone or for your um, for your desktop or 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 iPad or whatever. So anyway, um, and it'll tell you you know how the amount of people are are the people liking your page going up or going down? Are you losing or gaining followers? And then you can scroll down a little further and you can see it post by post, and they have like little meters almost. Like uh, like red and green, I think. Yeah. When actually, like the meter is over. So Hello. what you can really do is like scroll, and then you see one where it's pegged. Yeah. And, me- and that and that meter is like an addition of all the things: right. the likes, the shares, the comments, the engagement, all of that stuff. Yeah. It, it it all adds up to points. So you look at this look how high that scored. So you click on it. What did I, What did I do? Yeah. All right. Well, this is this. was that? What did I write? okay it was this pro- I wonder all right and then you start thinking about it I wonder well it was it was a picture of the soccer team that just won the championship so right. maybe they just shared it yeah you no know, and- you got you start thinking about what all right let me find another one wait no all right here's another picture but this is a picture of a group of a, of a, a, lawn, a landscaping company I did garments for right. okay and you go to another one you're like another picture of a group when I
0: post pictures of groups of my customers especially of my customers it really seems to engage well I want to do that more often yeah and and so you're it's really simple because once you're in insights you're looking at the post engagement and you can just scroll and you can see the lines very easily so you can identify all your best posts uh, very easily and then do just what Mark said pick the best one click on it try to figure out yeah. You know what's good about that? And then look for things. the next one. Yeah. yeah. Look
1: for common things. If you can find like three or four, and and this is great because you're a human being, and human beings are really good at pattern recognition. It's a talent of yes. our frontal cortex that we can actually find patterns and things so what you do is you look at these posts and if you want to do screenshots look at them side by side print them however you got to do it and sit there and say what's the pattern here try to find a pattern is it words you use is it the link is it the time of the day whatever it is try to find a pattern try to find a couple of them and you will yeah and you know it's a, it's a, it 's a find the hidden picture puzzle like you did when you were a kid It's yeah. so like find it and you 're going to find it, and then it's and then it's going to pop out and you 're going to say this is what it is sometimes it 's simple it 's always team pictures, other times it's going to be more complicated like well it 's actually just when I post on Friday nights, yeah that's you know true. And, and, and that and the time might not ever make a difference right. it 's going to be different for everybody, so look at the analytics you don 't have to be a marketing guru or anything to figure this out it 's literally you take the steps, you go to your insights. You look down at your posts, find the ones that have the highest engagement, yep. whatever it is, even if it's eight and all your other thing, like you get eight shares yeah. and everything else is one. You're a really small growing That's page. a big deal. It's 800%. But it's eight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Eight. I'm going to take that eight and I'm going to perfect that eight and I'm gonna, and next week I'm gonna hopefully going to get it to 12. Yeah. And you build your audience. So um, so anyway, uh, look at your analytics, take the steps. Just try to look. Replicate, and if the replication didn't work, then you didn't find the right pattern. Try right. something different. Look, look I mean, you'll do it, else. and it's one of these things that you can literally spend 10 minutes on yes. the morning while you're having coffee looking at this stuff. And if you look at it enough, if you look at it every day, every week, however
0: long, yeah. you're gonna get these eureka moments, yeah, because you're gonna get used to it. And, um, and I will, I will say though, yeah. this is also the point where you realize, like, one of my favorite books. Um, the last sentence is, um, everything in this book may be wrong. So this is where you may find that that's true for us. Mm-hmm. So you may have listened to this whole podcast and done everything right, but the one post that everybody loves is just a post of you mowing your grass. Yeah You know it's pot, you know, so anything is possible. Um, and you may be you may be listening to this in six months or a year from now or two years from now, um, or something like that. And even though these basic rules should still apply, you should open yourself up to not everything being correct. Social and still being
1: successful. Yes, social is a, a constant changing atmosphere. Yeah. Facebook is not anything what it was three years ago yeah it's, it's a year a thousand a year. times different yeah and what you can and can't share is going to change and how you reach your audiences you know it used to be very easy you get a bunch of people to like your page and then you make a post and everyone saw it yes and then facebook then businesses figured out how to do it yeah they started flooding it with this and everyone's feeds was all business stuff yep and they started unliking everything and facebook's like a oh, bad user experience yeah let's dwindle down the amount of times that the business pages get showed up so now you to work a little harder to get there mm-hmm. um, maybe Facebook might change the link thing maybe our tip on the links maybe Facebook's gonna change that maybe yeah. they're gonna say no links. You know, no links yeah. maybe they're gonna say well if you, if you want if somebody to buy the product you have to click them here and they can access a view of it in Facebook I mean who yeah. knows what they're gonna do so you know this tomorrow this might not be a hundred percent right but the the I want you to really understand the theory behind yeah.
0: this yeah it, it'll it'll be 90% right yeah Again, yeah it's too.
1: just the theory once you understand this right. it works for so, everything
0: so else. so talk about so talk a little bit about now okay so I've, I've kind of gotten used to doing good posts yep. and I know they're good because people respond to them um, Facebook is always suggesting that I boost my post mm-hmm. and it's really hard to know when to hit that blue button yeah and when not to you want to so
1: um first I I um I've gone back and forth on this. Sometimes I've thought, write a post, put 20 bucks in and see what it does. Okay, That's a fair enough experiment. Um, you could waste 20 bucks. Yes. But it's a fair enough experiment. But the the better way to do it would be you do all this first. You start looking at the analytics and you're seeing what's happening organically. You find this formula of the picture, maybe the time of day, whatever it might be. You find this formula that seems to work right. And then that's what you boost. Because yes. it's your highest likelihood that you're going to do well, right? And uh, yeah. if if peop, if you're a fisherman, right, and you know how to do this, you and you've been doing it a lot, you kind of know where the fishing holes are. You go to, you kind of yeah. know the times of the day, so you know you could take your boat out anytime and throw a line and catch dinner. Right. But you know if you if you if you spend the time. To find the right hole and time of the day and bait and all that stuff, then you invite your friends, right. two, three buddies, to come with you, and you take them to that spot at that time. Everyone catches fishes, and you're out, you know, grilling fish together. Yep. that's the party, and not yep. uh, not you come home and it's duds. Right. So, um, yeah, you could take your friends out on the boat any time of the day and have fun with them, and come back and then go to the grocery store by dinner. Once again, a good, <laughs> a good, a good analogy. And you can like do that, that. with like Facebook. That. You could throw the twenty bucks out there if you yeah. want to, and just boost it. But you, but, but, you know, points. here's
0: what's going to happen here's what's going to happen somebody is going to do two posts based on what we said kind yes. of then they're going to boost them they're going to waste 40 bucks they're going to say those guys don't know what they're talking yeah. about i'm never doing this facebook well first thing of again. all they didn't listen to a single word we said right <laughs> um right.
1: but yeah so the, what so i would, don't do that yeah if you want to throw the 20 bucks and you go into it knowing this is probably going to fail but i'm going to try to learn something there's a lot that's of fine you know but you go ahead, make a start at 20 posts over the course of a few weeks. Yeah. Um, look at all of those. Try to figure something that's in common. Try, try to replicate it. If you can replicate once or twice and get those same nice high numbers yeah. on the scale on your insights, then now you know you've got a formula that seems to work for your audience. And then you hit the boost button. And I just say 20 bucks. I think it's a, it's a number they start you yeah. at. Yeah. Statistically, there's a reason why they put 20 in there. So stick yeah. with it. Um, whatever they recommend, they are going to try to upsell you at the end. Yep. Hey, for $20 more, don't do that yet. T- you're testing waters. Yeah. Um, and they're going to ask you, who do you want to share it with? Okay. And it is very self explanatory, but they're going to say, people who like your page, obvious, right? They like your page. They're going to get to see it. Yeah. People who like your page and their friends, I think that's not typically good for our industry as much. Right. Because-, because
0: you may want to start an embroidery business or be in it, but your neighbor, doesn't Yes, right. um, but
1: in your business, if it's you sell, um, you know, you sell t- you sell custom T-shirts yeah. or you sell des- like fashion designs, um, and they're all about you know uh, cigars, right? And you sell cigar T-shirts. I definitely would post that to them and my friends because I'm pretty sure that people who like cigars also are friends with people, so they have people to smoke cigars with. Yeah. it's a social, good, good it's a one. social thing. Good so if 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 you think if you think your customers friends, you choose the option that says. People who like my page and their friends. And then there's going to be a third one, which normally you kind of have to get into the custom audience thing. And you have to get into advertising for that a little bit. And they'll let you tinker with it a bit.
0: That's if you want to, you know, um, if you do cigar fishing shirts. Yeah. And you want to advertise to people that smoke cigars and go fishing. Yeah. I wonder if that's bad probably there or not. I don't
1: know. Will you catch less fish if you smoke cigars?
0: Mm, No clue. I don't do either either If somebody
1: knows that, please post it to... uh, Custom Apparel Startups page. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'd say start with one of the first two, either people yeah. who like your page. And and also the other thing is that if you've got 19 people who like your page, you can, like, directly message those 19 yeah. yeah. You don't, don't need to take don't. pay Facebook that. Um, but as your number starts to increase, and that's why I really like the people who like my page and their friends. And yeah. all of my friends and people who like their page. And, and, and then Facebook will usually have something that says, like, um, and and other people like them. Yeah. They'll have some things like that. Choose the one that's going to get new people. Yes. Um, that's going to be your best bet um, for if you're boosting a post. Now, if you're boosting a post that you've you make custom T-shirts and you do or you make custom baby bags yeah. and you make one at a time and then you sell it like they're high end. You make one, you sell it for a hundred bucks. You make one. You, yeah. Those are great to boost to. The people who like your page are people who are likely to buy it. I hope you guys are kind of getting the concept. Yeah, yeah. And I,
0: I will say, you know, about boosting. You know, boosting is you're you're paying Facebook to show your post to other people, right? So I kind of look at it as um, a training ground for advertising. Yeah. Because you have a lot more tools available if you actually create a Facebook ad. Um, a lot more advanced tracking tools. You, you can you can just monitor and, and get better, and create audiences and. You can go farther with an ad account or creating an advertisement mm-hmm. than you can not boost. Yeah. Right? So, boost some, um, get good at boosting. And then start looking at uh, a business manager. Yeah, companies. and
1: and I typically recommend the boost post should be something that there's a specific reason you'd be willing to pay twenty bucks for this. Yes, so it's to sell a certain amount of items. It's maybe. Yeah, that's true. Um, it maybe maybe your goal is to so there's various things that in people in, that people in marketing do. There's a concept of, um, make a product and then offer it to people to buy and continually find the people who will buy it. Yes. The other concept is, is that you start building an audience of people who like you and follow you and then and you, sell something to you sell to them. So, yeah. so you find, find you know, if you make really cool and funny t-shirts you know, and, and caps and you kind of have a brand thing going on and it's about comedy or a certain lifestyle, you might want to just, it's okay. I would spend 20 bucks to get a, bu- a lot more people to like and share my page. Because when I do throw an item out for sale, That's I've got point. a lot of people who'd be willing to buy it. I, I like I'm that. willing to pay twenty bucks just right. to get the likes, right. um, compared to if I'm if I'm trying to actually sell a product.
0: Right, and as long as that is, you know, we, you know, we looked at, at planning it and figuring out what your goal is for the post. Yeah. Right so as long as you're very specific about that and it does what you uh, what you want it to do I agree and then was it worth the 20 bucks so right. you're you're saying
1: that uh, it, And how are you going to tell? Yeah it that's it. the thing is you got to pick a goal and we've talked about this in advertising we'll give you just a nice simple example for it I want to get more people to like my page I'm willing to spend $20 to invest to attempt to get this to happen so I'm going to, I've created a post based on historical data of other posts that I've made that I really feel is going to be engaging and more people are going to like my page. Yes. So I'm going to create the post I'm going to put an image and at the bottom of it, I'm going to say, please like and share my page. Yeah. So we've got all the structure that we put down at the beginning. I put the 20 bucks in this, but how am I going to determine if I'm going to do this again? So the way I'm going to determine I'm going to do it again is i say, I'm going to be willing to pay 50 cents for every new like, because I really feel that that's worth it for this audience because it's building exponentially. So I know if I get. If I get forty people to like it for this twenty bucks, yeah. I've noticed the trend that when forty people like my page, I don't do anything, and I have sixty people who liked it the next day because they shared it yep. and, and, and with other people. So now I know that that twenty bucks turns into sixty new likes, and I know if I have sixty people and I put something up for sale, I'm going to sell five of them.
0: Yeah, and that that kind of it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a neat little circle there because um, a lot people usually ask that are aren't into Facebook marketing yet you know, why would I care if somebody likes my page? I've got a thousand people that like it and nothing happens. You know, the what you can do is, is just like when you boost that post, you can market your products to the people that like your page. So if you're going to spend $20 to get more people to like your page, then the goal is the page likes, but the end result is, the next time you do an advertisement for to buy something, you know, or you want them to take another action, then you have a bigger pool to to Yes,
1: watch. and you boost a post, and you people who like my page, you've increased the audience there. Now, all of these jo- will not necessarily work for you individually. I mean, it's, it, you've got to find the right zone for you. But I think this right here needs to be taken of a theory of how a really good post works. Yep. And then you should experiment with doing a little bit of boosting, spending a little bit of money at it, especially if you've never spent money on marketing before. And it's perfectly fine if it fails the first four or five times, because you you gotta take this as a learning experience. If you're only planning to boost once, and if it doesn't work, you're never going to do it again. Just don't boost the first time.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, I just agree. do the regular. If you process. only have twenty bucks to spend, don't don't. Spend yes,
1: it. but get some time into it. But I think this has been. I thought this was a pretty pretty. I nice like podcast. it. I think a lot of people are going to listen yeah. to it,
0: or at least the first six minutes. That's yeah, well, what we find. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're going to start to people, put the pitch
1: up front. Right. People listen to the last six yeah. minutes. Okay. I, I was okay. finding, and and Mark's been really. He was the energy is low today cuz Mark was up all last night. I did a card trick the last one and he last the last, epi, the last uh, Still episode, I still can't figure it out. And he couldn't out. figure it out. He's he been He just it admitted out. it to me this morning. I know. You should have watched the video. You could have seen that small um up close magic. Yes. My <laughs> Facebook and up close magic. Thank, oh, well, thanks for listening. I think we've had a great time. Yeah, I, I think, think we wrapped it. up what we need to cover today.
0: Cool. So, what we would like you to do okay. is uh, we're. I'm gonna. Bl- I'm gonna break a lot of rules. We right, talked about right now. It. The first thing I want you to do is go buy the patch kit. It's. It's. Yeah. It's a gas. Cool. You'll love it. You'll love it, and you may even make some money with it. Uh, the second thing is, is make sure that you um, uh, subscribe to the uh, CAS podcast through the um, venue of your choice, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher. You know, uh, subscribe to it and leave it. Uh, leave us, you know, a nice comment um, if you feel motivated to do that. Um, and uh, the last thing is, is don't forget that we've got two new courses on the oh, yeah. Custom Apparel Startups Facebook page. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. how to start a custom t-shirt business and um, GIMP training for, uh, it's graphics training for creating custom t-shirt designs. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's so valuable.
1: It's probably one of the most uh, so exciting courses that we've put together. And um, it, it's a little bit of money, you know, it's, 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 it's not for free, but it, it cost us a, a lot to make Yeah. I mean, it cost us a lot of time and money and editing and building out a learning management system so it's it's an actual online course it was a big project over months um so it it, that one's not for free but uh, it's not that much money and it's the first course that we've been able to find in existence that is that is specifically for T-shirt design on a piece of on a piece of graphics software that doesn't cost you any money. Yeah. And if you've got a digital heat effects or, or a DTG um, direct-to garment printer, the software that comes with that actually has this graphics software interface built, built, built in. into it. So if you are struggling with graphics and you want to learn, all right if you're struggling with graphics and you actually don't want to take any time to learn just stop doing graphics and pay somebody okay but if you actually want to learn and you want to do it take a course it's not that much it's not that much money at all right Um, and it's well worth it i think it's 26 lectures and a bunch of it is how to's and then i think there's three if i recall start to finish from idea to making a finished design design design. so you actually go through um, uh, theory, yeah, history, what the, all the buttons and, do, and, and, and hands-on. And it's
0: four t-shirts, so you're not learning how to do, you know, like a like a photo background for photo yeah, touching to wedding, wedding photos. Yeah,
1: exactly. Which is what's going to happen when you try to go online. Yeah. Let me try to find some free Corel training online. Yeah. You go online, you find a ton of irrelevant videos that taught you a lot of great things, but nothing that that's going to work for your
0: t-shirt yeah. business. So, so here we go. So you're going to uh, so you're going to buy the patch kit. Uh, you're going to subscribe and comment and love us on the um, on the podcasting software of your choice. And you're going to visit the customapparelstartups.com, pick one of the two courses that we're offering that, that fits with you and, and give those a look
1: to Yeah. And here's, uh, we're talking about the patch kit. Yeah. Uh, I just want to finish with this. So sure. what happens is, is that um, some people buy the patch kit. They realize, wow, this was easy and really cool. I loved what I made. They send us some pictures of it. They offer it to their customers, and they sell a bunch of patches. Mm-hmm. And then, we, then they come back, and they buy a bunch of the materials again. And that's great. Yeah. Other people buy the patch kit. They don't follow any of the instructions. Uh, the patches look terrible. Um, they send us pictures and complain because the patches look terrible. And then we explain to them that I clearly see you skipped this part of the instruction. Right. Um, and then they get discouraged, and they feel like it was a waste of their time. So this is what you do, all right? There's there's uh, five thousand videos on the patch kit, including you know animations of how to cut the patches. Yeah. So if you're going to get the patch kit, first of all, you go online and pick the patch kit that you like. There's like from fifty to a few hundred bucks, depending yep. on what you want. All right, you buy the patch kit that you want. Then you watch one or more of the videos, including start to finish webinars that are like an hour long. Yes, so there's very comprehensive stuff. Yes. And, or you can watch the short. And one. this is
0: not a difficult process.
1: No. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the hour long ones are very, very detailed. There's eight minute ones that tell television. everything. Or you don't like videos, there's written instructions. Okay. Follow them, right? Then um, find a customer that you currently sell to that you think that they would buy patches. Now who's gonna buy patches? First of all, people actually just like patches. Yeah. They're fun. Um, the patch kit lets them be iron on. Yeah. So just I mean, you just give them some of these. What do I do with these, huh? Put on a backpack, put them on a tote bag, pin them to a wall. I mean, people love them. And you go to uh, Michaels or Disney or Bush Gardens, it, there's patches, patches for sale. Everywhere. People just yeah. like them. It's, it's a fun thing. So you find a good customer, you make a good patch, you, you get it done right, you find a good customer, and the next time you bring them some clothes, you give them two patches yeah. for free. What's this? Patches. What am I going to do with them? I don't know. I sell, I, do. them. Yeah. I sell them. How much are they? Uh, well, I mean, people ask us, how much do I sell my patches for? What would you pay for a patch? Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's different for your area. How yeah. much time did it take you? But anyway, you give it out, and it works the same as we've talked about with giving Great you or yeah, or yeah. You know, you're going to leave it. The some is, on sale. A bunch of my employees want some of those patches. Now, how much yeah. are they? You know, okay, a 10 bucks piece. Uh, well, all right, well, we'll take 15. Hey,
0: I've got a, I've got a, I've got, and this has got to be the last thing because we have to All right, all
1: right. You. Yeah, yeah, we've got
0: do. a tip. If you are an embroiderer, Okay. And you struggle with embroidering on caps for any reason, the patch kit is what you need along with a hat heat press.
1: Oh, okay. Because,
0: because you can embroider a patch, it's flat, and then you can put it on a hat heat press, you can press it right onto the cap.
1: And you know, we also sell um, the hook and loop Velcro. For oh, the patch yeah. kit as well. I don't know. That's a new product. Yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. Um, and so you stick it to the patch of the cap, and then you uh, sew or heat apply on the the loop on one side, the hook on the other side, and then you have removable patches. Yeah. And that's okay. a fun thing too. I mean, that could be a hat thing. All right, we'll stuff. talk about this forever No, um, I just, you,
0: you. I was really this, inspired. This, this was great. <laughs> All right, this has been uh, Thanks, Mark, Mark Stevenson from Coldesi and Mark Vila from Coleman Company. You guys have a great business.